stories of the life of Jesus Christ according to the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 15. In this chapter, the chief priest held a consultation with the Sandrian, that's the Jewish council. And after tying up Jesus, they led him to Pilate and told all manner of accusations against him. And Pilate asked Jesus what he had to say about the accusations, but Jesus did not respond to him. Then Pilate was highly impressed with Jesus and asked him if he was the king of the Jews. And Jesus answered, You say so. Then it was the feast of the festival, and Pilate was fond of releasing to the people one prisoner they so desire. And there was one man named Barabbas, who had been in prison because he had committed a murder during an insurrection in Rome. So Pilate, seeing that the Jewish leader had delivered up Jesus because of envy, asked if he could release unto them Jesus, the king of the Jews. But the chief priest had walked on the crowds to ask for the release of Barabbas. Then Pilate asked them what he was to do with Jesus, and they shouted, Crucify him! And Pilate asked, But he has done nothing wrong. And they shouted the more, Crucify him! Then Pilate, wanting to please the crowd, gave them what they wanted and released Barabbas to them and gave order for Jesus to be whipped and crucified. Then Jesus was led by the soldiers to a place in Pilate's court named Praetorium. And they called the old soldiers and there took off Jesus' clothes and put a royal robe around him. And they made a crown out of thorns and put it on his head and covered his face and hit him with a stick and also spat on his face. And then they bowed down in mock worship to him. They, they led him to a place called Golgotha, which is also called the skull, to crucify him. Along the way, they saw a man called Simon the Cyrene, who was the father of Alexandra and Rufus, who was coming into the city from work, and they forced him to carry Jesus' cross. And they gave him cheap wine, as they gave Jesus cheap wine, mixed with mild with a small painkiller, but he didn't take it. When they crucified him at 9 a.m. in the morning, among two other criminals, then that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says that he was counted among criminals. And the people around there hurled insults at him, saying, You said you could destroy the temple and build it in three days. Come down and save yourself, if you are really the Son of God and we will believe you. And the chief priest also jeered, saying, He saved others himself, he cannot save. And there was darkness in the whole land, which lasted for three hours. And then Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Hello, hello, Lapa Sabachani, meaning, My God, my God, why art thou forsaken me? Then he cried out with a loud voice, and gave hope the ghost, then the curtain in the temple rent into two, from top to bottom. There was a centurion there who saw how Jesus died and said, Surely this man is the Son of God. And also there were Mary Magdalene, Mary mother of James, Joseph and Salome, who followed Jesus from Galilee, who were watching afar. Late in the afternoon, since it was day, the day of the preparation, that is, that is the Sabbath eve, then there was an honorable man who had much respect in the Jewish council. He came 
and he was one that lived and looked out for the kingdom of God. He walked up with courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. And Jesus asked if he, if he could already be, have been dead that soon. And he verified that he was really dead from the captain. And he gave Joseph the Arimathea, the corpse of Jesus, to bury. He had already purchased a linen shroud and wrapped Jesus' Jesus's body around it and placed it in a tomb that had already been healed out of a rock. He rolled a large stone across it after he had laid his body in there. And the women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Joseph, washed from afar. Is a, this is a story that depicts the Good Friday. It's not a Good Friday today, but we can actually remind ourselves with this story in order to 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 value what Jesus has done for us. He chose to die for us on the cross to take our place. As a result of sin, we would have died, but Jesus chose to put upon him the iniquity of us all, and he died in our place. The people there, they, they thought they were doing away with him, but they didn't know that it's the time for many Jesuses to come to arise in fulfillment of God's plan and purpose. So, all we have to say is thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us on the cross. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. All I have to say when I think of this story is thank you, Jesus, for the cross. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. He looked at the cross on the face and had the courage to go through, to drink the cup. To drink the cup of God's wrath as a result of our sin in order for us to be saved and free. In order for us to be saved and free. Because sin brings bondage. But a life in Jesus, a righteous life, brings about liberty. But we shouldn't just use we shouldn't use our liberty as an occasion to sin. Yeah, when Jesus is save us, we are free from sin. We are free. We can make the decision on our home whether to live right, uh, righteous life or not. But I would like to advise every one of us, including me today, not to use our liberty as an occasion for sin, but instead to serve God from that same thing He has saved us from, He has delivered us from. Let's take Him and serve Him within. I think that's the better way of saying thank you, Jesus. Rather than just saying it with our mouth and say, Oh Lord, I thank you for saving me. What he has saved us from, let us take it and serve him with it. Just like when Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. He healed her from fever. And immediately she got up. When Jesus healed her, she served them. She served others. So I pray that the Lord will help us. What Jesus has saved us from, let us serve Jesus with it. Is a way of being appreciated to Jesus to say thank you, Jesus. And also let us serve others around us. Let's be a blessing to others around us. 
I put the Lord to help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I've, not, I've written two lessons I've learned from here, but obviously there are so many lessons. So you can go through the scripture yourself. It's Mark chapter 15 and see what you have learned from there. And you can also share your comments. I don't know if there's any platform to share comments here, but if, if there is, you can. If there's none, I mean in your own quiet time, your personal notes, share what you have read it and I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us and remind us of the Word of God. Now, what I've learned from the above scripture, the first lesson is Jesus knows when to respond to wrong accusation and when to be quiet. I pray that the Lord Jesus will give us wisdom to know when to talk and when to be quiet. The second lesson I've learned here, and now this is the first lesson I've learned, can be seen when um, Pilate was actually asking Jesus some questions. He knows he, he, there are some questions he asked him, he actually answered, but there were some. There's no need. He didn't, he didn't answer. So that's wisdom. The second lesson I've learned here is Jesus was focused on his goal, therefore, he endured the cross. Yeah, there was lots of suffering, pain, and all that. And you know, it's uh, but his goal was the cross, the cross, the cross. He was always looking at the cross, he endured it all, pleasing the Father. I pray that our goal will be pleasing God in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless us.